This is Joan Boney speaking. The children of Israel overcome through God as we today overcome through God. We turn to God, we find out what he wants us to do, and we do that. And through God and following what he says, we overcome today. Revelation 3, 5, Jesus says to the church, He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. We see by this that Our name could be blotted out of the book of life if we fail to overcome through God the trials on this earth. We go to God in prayer, finding out what we are to do. And we do that which God tells us to do. Overcoming through God, we win over every problem. Nothing defeats us when we overcome through God. Over every enemy of the Word of God, we overcome because we are children of God and obey what God shows us to do. The power of God is with us today as it was with David over Goliath as it was with Joshua and Caleb when they searched out the land. We have the word of God. The other men that went to search out the land brought back an evil report, and they troubled the congregation with their negative report. They said, it's a good land that God takes us to, but there are giants there, and we are grasshoppers. It doesn't matter what other people think. When you have the word of God, you have everything you need. Philippians 4.13, Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, through the word. Jesus, the word that is given unto me, I can do all things. When I fell at my house in Texas in 2018, I had broken a left hip and terribly, terribly dislocated my wrist, which was bending totally back toward my arm. It was so bad. The fireman who later came to get me said, I don't even want to look at your wrist. It's so bad. They had to completely rebuild it. I had turned on to my right side and tried to start crawling toward the telephone. The pain was so bad, I really thought I would pass out. So I stopped. I did not think I could do this. It was six foot away, and I didn't think I could get there. But the Word of God came to me and changed everything. And that's the way it is with any of us at any point in our life. The Word changes everything. The Word came 
And God said to me, you can do this. I started crawling again. Took me four and a half hours to get to that phone. But I knew I could do it for one reason only. God sent me a word. You can do this. And that makes all the difference. If you don't have a word telling you that, you have no anchor. You have no power of yourself. You better have a word from God, which is your anchor and your power. All right, now the last plague. Exodus 11. And the Lord said to Moses, Yet will I bring one plague more upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt. Afterwards, he will let you go. And when he lets you go, he shall surely thrust you out hence altogether. Speak now in the ears of the people. And let every man borrow of his neighbor and every woman of her neighbor jewels of silver and jewels of gold. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt, in the sight of Pharaoh's servants and in the sight of his people. God's promise to Abraham, Genesis 15, verses 13 and 14. And he, God, said unto Abraham, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge. And afterward they shall come out with great substance. This promise of God was made 400 years earlier. And now deliverance is upon the children of Israel. And the promise of God that was made to Abraham 400 years ago will be fulfilled. Exodus 11 And Moses said, Thus saith the Lord, About midnight will I go out into the midst of Egypt, and all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die. From the firstborn of Pharaoh that sitteth upon his throne even unto the firstborn of the maidservant that is behind the mill, and all the firstborn of beast. And there shall be a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt, such as there was none like it, nor shall be like it any more. Verse 7, But against any of the children of Israel shall not a dog move his tongue against man 
or beast, that ye may know how that the Lord doth put a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. God puts a difference between us, the children of God, today, and the world, and the apostate church. Verse 8, And all these thy servants shall come down unto me, and bow down themselves unto me, saying, Get thee out, and all the people that follow thee, and after that I will go out. And he went out from Pharaoh in a great anger. Verse 9. And the Lord said unto Moses, Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you, that my wonders may be multiplied in the land of Egypt. And Moses and Aaron did all these wonders before Pharaoh, and the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart so that he would not let the children of Israel go out of his land. Isaiah 54:17, which I've mentioned before to you recently, no weapon that's formed against thee shall prosper. Now that is valid for the church today. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and the righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. One day I was in the car waiting for Pam Paget, who had gone into the grocery, and I was looking at this scripture and I heard, Their righteousness is of me. I have told them what to do, therefore, their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. How can we lose? We do not lose in any problem pertaining to this life. We overcome through God at all times, on this earth, and through all things. As David said concerning the giant Goliath. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? 1 Samuel 17.26 Numbers 13.30 And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it, because God had said he was giving the land to the people. They had God's word on the matter. How can we not overcome? Isn't God in us and with us? We hear from God and do what he tells us to do, and we will win each time a problem surfaces. That is overcoming through God. Last night I was talking to Pam Paget about this. 
She thought carefully and said, I don't believe I've ever lost a battle, for I've turned to God and heard what to do in the battle. I don't believe I've ever lost a battle. She was diagnosed with cancer, a terrible cancer, advanced stage bladder cancer, September 2022. She heard from God what to do. It was not what the doctors said she should do. They did not think it would work. They wanted to do chemotherapy and remove her bladder. Well, yeah, easy for them to say to do this. They're not the ones who are facing this problem. Pam was. So she asked God, is there any other way to treat this, any other thing we could do? She then, from a pharmacist, heard of a treatment of chemotherapy and radiation without surgery. And the American Cancer Society stated that this might be as effective as surgery. She felt that was the answer to her prayer. See, she had heard from God. He was leading her every step of the way. I had an open vision of Pam during that time, and I saw that cancer up there in the corner of the wall. God shows me open visions by outline on a wall. And I saw this mass of stuff up there in the corner, and all of a sudden it went and fell in on itself and was gone. Now, do you think Pam's going to win out over advanced cancer? Through God? With God, nothing is impossible. We, the children of God, hear from Him and follow Him. Five medical people felt this would not work radiation treatment with the kind of cancer she had. And they explained to her that it would not work. But they all said, but if you choose to do this, we will set it up for you. So she chose to do it. She was in treatment from December 2022 until January 2023. And then they were going to do two tests on her in April to see the status of the cancer. The first test, the oncologist examined her and he, he prepared her ahead of time that there would be cancer. And he said, but we can operate again and it won't be as severe as last September. And we can operate again. And he looked with a scope into her bladder and was shocked. He said, this is great. He looked in the next place. He said again, this is great. Three times he said, this is great. He was shocked. There was no cancer. Prior to that, God had given Pam a dream showing there would be no cancer. Some Medical people were looking for disease in two bags that were filled. 
they found no disease in either bag. Pam felt God was showing her the two exams that were coming up in April. At one point, as she was facing the two exams in April, she heard a word from the devil, which was, what if there's cancer? And she took that word to God, and he said to her, just follow what I've shown you. That's always the answer. Just follow what I have shown you. In April, the CAT scan showed no cancer in Pam's body. It was gone. And when you have something like that happen, and you've had an open vision that it went swoosh and disappeared, you know the open vision was from God when it happens. This is overcoming through God. Very few people do that. Very few. Jesus said in Matthew 7, Few there be that find the way of God. Few. Many go in the way of destruction. Few find the way of life. Exodus 12. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish. What does that remind us of? Well, it's real simple. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. Ye shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats. New Testament, First Peter one nineteen. But you're saved with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. All this came before Jesus. Jesus came and he was that lamb of the Passover. All we who believe in Jesus eat the word of God. He's the sacrifice. He is the one who brings us to God. Our Passover is the word of God. Verse 6. Old Testament, and ye shall keep it up until the fourteenth day of the same month, and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door post of the houses where they shall eat it. Under the blood of Jesus, 
and covered by the blood of Jesus are we today, New Testament, Bible, and sacrifice for our sins. Verse 8, Old Testament, And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, no sodden at all with water, but roast with fire, his head with his legs, and with the pertinence thereof. And ye shall let nothing of it remain until morning, and that which remaineth of it until the morning shall ye burn with fire. Don't let those lies of the devil pile up in your heart until morning. Settle them one by one with God. Verse 11, And thus shall ye eat it, with your loins girded. They were going to leave Egypt. Be ready. We are going to leave this earth. Be ready. How are we ready? Jesus tells us, Pray always that ye may be worthy to escape that which is coming on this earth. Jesus comes, he takes the ones that are ready. There will be two women working in the field. One will be taken, one will be left. I believe both of these are the elect of God. One is ready, one is not. The one that is ready will be taken out before the great tribulation. The one that is not ready will be left to go through the great tribulation. We are ready because we connect to God constantly in every problem. Big problem, little problem, doesn't matter. If it is from the devil, it's a problem. We don't ignore it. We don't try to hide. We don't go shopping and try to forget. We stop immediately and pray. What do I do about this? It troubles me. What do I do about this? Now, you may hear from God immediately, and you may not. One time a woman told me something that her son had said to her. Her adult age son had said, The Bible is so legalistic. I was troubled. I turned to God and said, This troubles me. A couple of days later, I was reminded of what Jesus said in Matthew 7, I believe it's 13, 14. Enter ye into the straight gate, for wide is the gate that leadeth to destruction, and many there be that go in thereat. For straight is the gate, and narrow is the way that leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. These scriptures save us, preserve us. We endure through the scriptures. I'm really happy we have the scriptures. The world does not have that. They just are like a leaf blowing in the wind. They go every direction. And they don't want to be restrained by God. We do. God said to me one time, The world wants freedom to sin. They want approval to sin. Yes, you can do that. Yes, you can do that. Yes, God wants you to be happy. 
You can do that against the Bible. But we who are of God, what do we want? Freedom from sin. They want freedom to sin. We want freedom from sin. The Word of God is freedom from sin so that we might not be destroyed with the world and the apostate churches in the end times. Keep yourself ready to go at all times by connecting with God with prayer. Jesus will return and take those out who are ready. Verse 12 of the Old Testament passage. God says, For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt will I execute judgment. I am the Lord. Verse 13, And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Verse 19. Seven days shall there be no leaven found in your houses. What is leaven? Paul said, Know ye not that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump? Don't you know that a little conversation from the world spreads through your whole body unless you take it to God? To settle it, I often pray over myself when I have been with someone of the world. I pray Psalm 51 as David prayed. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. A little leaven leavens a whole lump. You can't be around those unbelievers and not be affected unless you're connected to God continually in prayer. You just can't do it. Just because you are born again, it doesn't mean you can be around the unbelievers. As a matter of fact, in 2 Corinthians 6, Paul said, Be not ye unequally yoked to unbelievers. He says, come out from among them. And God says, be my children, and I'll be your father. 2 Corinthians 6. You can't go against Scripture and not have bad things happen. You think you're strong enough that nothing will affect your faith. Jesus said in the Great Tribulation, if the days are not shortened, There'll be no flesh saved, but for the elect's sake, the days will be shortened, Matthew 24. Get that foolishness out of your heart, that boasting where you think you can't be touched. And yet win through God and don't be touched. We should win, but we do it through God, through doing 
what God shows us in the midst of the trial of life. That's the only way you escape. Moses told the elders of the children what to do, and in verse 23, he said, For the Lord will pass through to smite the Egyptians, and when he seeth the blood upon the lintel and upon the two side posts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not suffer the destroyer to come into your houses to smite you. Now, they couldn't leave their house that night. If they left their house, they were in danger that the angel of God would kill them, along with the Egyptians. If they didn't stay in their house under the blood, this fear of God is really important. You better pay attention to Scripture while there is time. Don't try to overcome through yourself. Do what the Word says. You can't go out of your house and get with all those people who believe doctrines that are not doctrines of Christ. And they tell them to you. And the children of Israel went away and did as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron, so did they. And it came to pass that at midnight the Lord smote all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh that sat upon his throne, unto the firstborn of the captive that was in the dungeon, and all the firstborn of cattle. And Pharaoh rose up in the night, he and all his servants and all the Egyptians. And there was a great cry in Egypt, for there was not an house where there was not one dead. And he called for Moses and Aaron by night and said, Rise up and get you forth from among my people, both ye and the children of Israel, and go, serve the Lord as ye have said. He didn't wait till morning. He did it that night. Also take your flocks and your herds, as ye have said, and be gone, and bless me also. And the Egyptians were urgent upon the people that they might send them out of the land in haste. For they said, We all be dead men. And the people took their dough before it was leavened and their kneading troughs being bound up in their clothes upon their shoulders. And the children of Israel did according to the word of Moses, and they borrowed of the Egyptians jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, so that they lent unto them such things as they required, and they spoiled the Egyptians. And the children of Israel journeyed from Ramesses to 
Siskal, about 600,000 on foot that were men, besides children. It would have been well over a million walking out of Egypt. Can you think of a city the size of a million and imagine every person in that city walking out of the city with their livestock, their animals, their children, their wives? That's what this was. And a mixed multitude went up also with them, and flocks and herds, and even much cattle, very much cattle. Verse 39, And they baked unleavened cakes of the dough, which they brought forth out of Egypt, for it was not leavened, because they were thrust out of Egypt, and could not tarry, neither had they prepared for themselves any victual. They had to depend on God. Once God said to me, If need be, I could raise manna in the backyard of your house. Verse 40 Now the sojourning of the children of Israel who dwelt in Egypt was 430 years, and it came to pass at the end of the 430 years, even the selfsame day, it came to pass that all the host of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. It is a night to be much observed unto the Lord for bringing them out from the land of Egypt. This is that night of the Lord to be observed of all the children of Israel in their generations. And we of the New Testament church remember it, and it helps us, doesn't it? I'm sure what I have read to you on these podcasts help you with faith. And the Lord said unto Moses and Aaron, This is the ordinance of the Passover. There shall no stranger eat thereof. Now, no stranger is going to enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and you can't fool yourself into thinking it's going to be otherwise, so speak the truth to your family. Don't hold back. Salvation is in the Word of God. Thank you for allowing me to share with you tonight and for sharing with you these several episodes of the children of Israel coming out of Egypt. The music we're playing tonight at the end of the podcast, Paganini Violin Concerto Number no. 2, Movement Number no. 3. Salvatore Accardo Violin, London Philharmonic, 1975. Thank you. 